following podcast is brought to you by the fellows over at D and Weeb Network. Grab your favorite waifu pillow, crack open a cold one, take off your pants, and talk some fucking anime with the fellas at Talking Anime. Hit it, fellas. Click. Now recording. Mm. We do be recording. That be the track. It's really fucking good. And we could talk about it on the episode. That we are going to be doing. Oh, my lord, guys. 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 I got I to gotta know everyone's opinion. Uh, favorite anime video game? Ooh. Fair enough, strong. This cold opening. Say what? Favorite anime video game. Favorite anime. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, um. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't played that many, but like, and this Same. is gonna this is gonna be so like basic. But I was gonna say, um, I'll just put Ultimate Ninja Storm Four. Yeah, it's gotta be a Naruto game, honestly. Dude, I so like I grew up playing like a lot of like the early like Dragon Ball Z games and stuff like that. So oh, oh like, wait, oh, oh my god, we after we think Tenkaichi. Oh my god, never mind. Yep, yep, yep. So, oh, you I'm, uh, the earlier section. I didn't. Uh, even one know of my uh, one of the YouTubers that I watch uh, has been doing. Um, he's playing uh, Tenkaichi two right now, and uh, he did. Yeah. Yeah, and he's doing the Riot's uh, Fateful Brothers uh, storyline right now. So it just it came up to me, and it was like a couple days after I think I watched the first video. Um, it got into the conversation of uh, the new JJK game uh, because he did a video for it, and so I'm I'm like I'm gonna give it a shot and check it out, and <laughs> it's it's, so it's really funny. It's so funny about that game coming out, man. And uh, we will talk a little bit more into it as we... Konnichiwa, everybody, and welcome back to the hashtag best worst anime podcast around. I am your host with some of the most, most of the time, Mitch. And with me, as always, he is the number one... He's my number two to my number one. He is the professor of all things talking anime in the world of talking anime. Triple, Triple, how's it going? Uh, Doing good, doing good. And... I have been suffering from reading burnout because I forgot to read while I was on a my little week hiatus. So all my stuff Ooh. is now out of date. Oh, I'm no. now 200 manga behind. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, with us uh, going forward as a new uh, permanent member of the group is Adura. Uh, welcome officially to the crew, my good sir. Back by popular demand. Let's go. What is good? So, so yes, everyone, uh, as of today, um, Adura is going to be our permanent fourth member of the group. Um, we joked about it before, and then I hit up homie Triple, and I'm like, Triple, do you think Adura would be down to join the group? And he's I like, like yeah, oh, sure, probably. And voila, welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, so uh, the one thing I would like for you to do is give us a little introduction about yourself a little bit more. 
Um, and then give us your top five anime. Oh, God, you really put me in the deep end. Oh, yeah, oh. I'm putting you on the deep end, my guy. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm getting exposed. I'm going to get exposed. Uh, uh, oh, hello. Uh, I am Adura, or you can call me Joseph. I have been a fan of Triple for, like, four years now? It's been four years? It's been six years. Has it, no, it has not been six years. I have not been in that service yeah, for six years. I'm pretty sure it's been four. No, no, because I, I had, like, I, I, I met you guys before I was in... Was it before or was it after I was in high school? I think it was my first year of college is when I met you guys. Same. First year of college is when I met you guys, and that was four or five years ago. It was about five years ago. Almost six. Shit. It's been that long. Damn. Yeah. And your boy's uh, a fellow anime enjoyer. I'm not too crazy into it, but, you know, I, I, I... I dabble, I dabble, and for my top five, oh man. So number one um, is going to be Aquarian Evil, specifically. Um, not an enemy that a lot of people know about, at least not people that I've seen or talked to. Number two, Angel Beats. Oh, I'm crying. I know, I, I know. I I can't watch an anime again just because I don't have the the heart for it anymore. You got me emotional again. Fuck you. <laughs> Number three. I don't like going down memory oh. lane. Ooh, number three. Number three. Unironically, I want to say fairy tale just because it's the only anime, like only long anime that I have sat down and watched all the way through without skipping like filler or anything. And I hate it, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much that that's that's a hard watch because I was I was talking to my wife about this the other day and I'm like. Hey, do you want to like sit down and rewatch Fairy Tale as our like next big watch? And she's like, "Oh, there, there's so much, so much to watch there, and there's so much filler." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know you're true. You're right on that. There's a lot of filler in that fucking anime." So funny story about that, actually. Uh, you, Adira, uh, I've shown you. You've met Hobo before, right? Yeah. So I went to go visit him in Houston while we were up in um. Well, when I saw I went to go visit them, I went to visit uh, where they're at. And while I was up there, me Bobo has been watching a bunch of was watching a bunch of fairy tale all the time. And me and him were keeping up thing. And he mentioned uh, while I was there, he started watching it on the big screen in the living room, and I was just like chilling there watching it with him. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, "So why are we watching filler?" And he looks at me, and he goes, "This isn't filler." I'm like, "Yeah, it's absolutely filler." He goes, oh, "No, man. it's not. It's part of the main. It's main part of the main story." I'm like, "Brother." I'm looking at like half the people I'm seeing on screen right now. I don't know any of them, and I've read the entire manga. This is not filth. This is not canon. He goes. He looks at me. He goes, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Look it up. Look it up." So he looks it up. As it turns out, he spent the last month and a half watching filler, and he's just over here, just like, "Son of a bitch, son yeah. of a bitch." I thought I can't. I can't tell what's what's canon and what's not canon anymore. That's fairy tale for you. Fairy tale is like so difficult to distinguish what's canon and what's not that it is 
it, you have to be fine tuned to it. You have to know exactly what you're talking about. And I got like two or three episodes into it before I realized what I was like, wait a minute. Is this filler? I think this is filler. I'm not sure though. And then I look about it like, yeah, I don't really recognize any of these people. Yeah, this is this is filler. And I was just looking at this and I'm like, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that's filler. And he's looking at me. He's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then we looked it up. Actually was filler. And he, I just started laughing my ass off. And he's over here. He's like, I spent months watching through this arc. Not months. I spent like a couple days. But he spent, he, he wasted a few days watching this shit. And he was pissed off. And I do not blame him one bit. Dude, I looking back at Fairy Tale, I remember like the first. I don't remember how many episodes it did this, but from like the beginning, the whenever they'd use some sort of any sort of magic spell or attack or whatever, there'd be a magic circle, and they got rid of it, and I thought it looked so cool. But I don't know. There's there's so much in, in Fairy Tale. It makes sense for Natsu because Natsu just got so. I guess it follows the whole rule of you get so good at it, you don't need the prep time for it anymore. But they still do, though, because every attack that they, that they do has, like, the name that they chant out, and then they do the name to do the attack. Oh. And, by the I way... find a clip of it. It, it reminds me of this, because it, it, it kind of works in the same logic. Do you know that JJK has a reason that they explain their attacks? There's a, there's a canonical reason why they explain their attacks and give it a name. I think I actually was listening to a podcast and they were talking about this. I can't rem- I can't remember for the life of me what um It's because it's a it's a binding vow. It's a binding vow. Mm-hmm. So in JJK how it works is you have cursed energy, you have cursed curses, you have humans that can use it. Uh, cursed energy which is called sorcerers, they have their own shit like oh yeah, my technique is I make you shit your own ass, whatever the fuck. But there's also another separate thing called a cur- a binding vow or a cursed vow, in which um, the world itself will literally put you up for something. Say, hey, I'll never eat Ruby Tuesday on a Tuesday, and whatever the fu- it's basically it's basically it runs off nin rules from like Hunter Hunter. Yeah, and uh, one of the binding vows that a lot that every sorcerer does, well, most do is they have a simple binding vow in which they, if they explain their own technique to somebody, it increases the, the, the damage because you're giving uh, the enemy information about your technique. But since you're doing that, you're, you're getting strength in return, so you're upping the, the attack potency of the, of the attack. So it literally makes it stronger by explaining what it is. So that's like, it's a canon reason as to why they just start explaining shit. Oh, interesting. So if you're, ever seeing, if you're watching JJK and you're like, man, why does he keep talking about his attack like that to the enemy? It's because, oh, yeah, no, he does that to, keep, to make himself stronger. There's a literal fucking reason for it. And I was like, yo, that actually makes sense in the scheme of things. Hmm. Oh, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Simple little, little, little simple things. Like It's a lot more... Uh, it's just as good as like a, the Nin would be, mm. but it's a little bit. You get a little bit more freedom with it. It's like with Nin, you're very strict on what you can and can't do, but uh, with JJK binding vows, you get a little bit more freedom to just fuck. Yeah, no, to find I, out. 
I heard uh, the creator of JJK is a big um, uh, power scaling uh, buff, so... He is a big fan of both Bleach, uh, Hunter Hunter, and um, I forget what the third one... I think it's... I don't think it was Dragon Ball. I think it was Yu Yu Hakusho. I was about to say, you can't be a fan of Dragon Ball and know how to do good power scaling. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's an example. Power scaling and Neon Genesis Evangelion are the inspirations. Ah. It's like it's like that meme uh, that everyone's doing now. It's like, yeah, we're Dragon Ball Z fans, and yeah, we understand that power scaling doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that kind of uh, went out so, the window. So yeah, what have you guys? Okay, so I think we should get this out of the way. Has everyone watched the new episode of Solo Leveling? I have not. I played the entire, or I, I read the entire manga. I know, I'm, I'm so far ahead of you. Guys. I mean, I, I read the entire like web uh, the web comic as it was being yeah. released in Korea. So I, you could talk about any topic. I already know about it. I, I need a refresher, but I already be, I know just about everything. Yeah, so it was essentially um it was the fight with the uh the C rank monster in the dungeon. Uh the giant spider. Uh and uh essentially yeah, it was just him and then um going through and killing the uh adventurers that turned on him. Uh so his first time that he had to actually oh, like, kill he got people to the murder situation. Part. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is when they start getting into the explanation of what the downside of his abilities are. Mm-hmm. And literally every time he uses his abilities and he gets stronger, he starts losing like human emotions. So yeah. the reason why he's so cold-hearted now is literally because his power is making him less human. So, yeah, I, had this... Monarch, baby. Woo! so I had this moral uh, conundrum with... Uh, uh, I'm getting audible very soon. Uh, and I decided to look up on Audible what live or what light novels they have. So I'm like, well, if there's a chance for me to, you know, get into some light novels, you know, this could be my chance. And I saw that they have the light novel for solo leveling. Um, they also had it for Mashoku Tensai, which is, I'm thinking, the one that I'm leaning heavily towards. Um, but, yeah, well, I'm... Tell me if I'm wrong, Adiri, but this is what I told him to do. Because he, he came to me and asked what I would do. And I told him, solo leveling is a thing you have to watch or read. You can't listen to it. Because yeah, the no. hype is you all in the cannot. You cannot listen to it. You, you have to see the pictures because of how epic they are. Like, I, I, I pop off every time I see him in action. I pop off. I'll be the first to admit solo leveling is one of my favorite manwas of all time. It is not a good story. No. It, it, it like the story of it is. It gets very so basic and very. I mean, yeah. A lot of my a lot of my favorite anime is very simple fucking stories, but you know, no, I like thing, them because thing about it. Here's the thing about it. I'm right, you know. I'll be the first one to admit it. Song Jimu, absolutely a Mary Sue. Oh, 100 percent. Definition of a Mary Sue. A hundred percent. I just think it's 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 interesting how a massive plot point is his dad goes mi- this is spoilers by the way a massive plot point is his dad goes missing and then we find out where his dad was and they just treat it like oh that's just normal 
Oh yeah, your your dad was just in a different dimension for decades. That's normal. And then he just dies. We know we know why his dad was dead the entire time, but But, yeah, but it's like that just kind of came out of nowhere. Now that we're done with that spoiler, sorry. I mean, it's a spoiler, but it's not that massive of a spoiler. It's not really like like the man's literally. I don't think I just gotten to that point yet. has he gone to his uh, his job change section yet? No. 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 Okay, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'll need to talk about <laughs> that then. Yeah. No, I'm like I said, I'm I'm getting into it through the anime, so I think I'm gonna be picking up the the light or the um webcomic ports very soon. So um but I mean I, I'm enjoying the anime, so it only makes sense. However. Mushika Tensei is absolutely a story you read for the plot. Hmm. Like the the action scenes are great and cool in the in the anime, but that is a story you read for the story and nothing more. Hmm. Yeah, which is ironic because uh, I don't know if you know this or either. You know this, Mushika Tensei is actually just a prequel. Huh? Mushika Tensei, the entirety of it is just a prequel. To what? To his son's, uh, to his kid's future story. Oh, okay. His entire thing is, um, I'm not going to go into detail with it because I know way more about it than I should. But uh, the entirety of Mushka Tensei is is a preemptive plot point and to set up for his kids who are going to be way stronger than he is. Is it? Didn't right. it? Didn't it just end recently too? Uh, yeah. The. The light novel, yeah. I believe, right? The light novel yeah. for it ended just recently. So now they're moving yeah, on I, to the actual plot, I think. Yeah, because I saw that you posted that recently. And also, th- I'm this, like, this picture of Yorichi has been haunting me. All, it, it's been on my screen and it's been taunting me this entire time. Do you know be afraid to share with class? Yeah, go on. Share it with class. Uh, I'm not, share yeah, it I'm sharing it. And I'm... Oh, my. <laughs> yes. It has been on my screen. And it's been taunting me. Ah, yeah, that scene. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that to break the internet when that comes out animated. It, it will. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Oh, boy. I'm just I'm just excited for more uh, more of the anime, man. That that anime has been fucking going hard, man. I admittedly have not started watching the uh, the Blood War arc yet. Probably should. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, especially I'm up, here in this podcast. Right yeah, you're in the wrong podcast, my guy. Sorry, oh, oh, that's, that's my that's my initiation. I gotta watch that. He's yeah. up to date with the with the anime. I'm up to date with the manga and After Effects. All right, fucking try. Hard. I mean, I'm 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 getting there. I'm Bleach. slowly Bleach reading Bleach is the absolutely manga. my favorite anime of all time. It is the reason yeah. I have such a love of swords. Yeah, I I would definitely yeah I would definitely say that Bleach is why I like swords too. Because I got Bleach, I, mean, I got yeah, Bleach yeah. like really or. I was reading Bleach, and I think One Piece at the same time I was getting Shonen Jump because they were in Shonen Jump at the time. So that was like how I got into it. It was a lot of them, 
And yeah, because it would have been early One Piece, it would have been early Bleach, and it pro it would have been late Naruto, early Shippuden, uh, around the time I was done reading Shonen Jump. So yeah, no, I I my obsession with swords comes from anime and my loves for my love for fucking Japanese or samurai movies and shit like that. Funny enough, I got into Bleach through one of the movies, specifically Hellverse. Hellverse uh, is one of the best movies there is. That was, yeah, I got that into was Bleach from that movie. Um, and then I never actually fully got into it. Do you know uh, they're actually starting to go into the Hell? Because the, the author for it uh, was able to pull a one-shot out, and he did a big dick baller move in which he strong-armed the entirety of Shonen Jump by making the the one shot he was given end on a cliffhanger, like 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 he was setting at the beginning of an arc, and that's what he did. Because as soon as he did that, then the anime got announced and it came out, and then it's a raging success. So now he strong armed the entirety of the company and being like, "Hey, am I gonna get my uh, am I gonna get my hell arc? When when when, when, when are we gonna get the hell arc?" And they're just looking at him like, "You little shit." My only pro- my only thing is I hope it doesn't pull like a Boruto thing where, you know, Ichigo's gonna be like completely nerfed and you know Ichigo's kid's gonna be the strongest character there. Well Ich Ichigo's kid's already strong shit. You already know that. Because yeah. not because you you gotta think about it. this is the offspring of Orohime and Ichigo. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. Ichigo with Orohime's powers? Rejecting yeah. reality? Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no. That's, and this kid bro, knows how to fight and willing to fight too. If he's like his dad, bro. Because every everyone knows, like everybody in the Kurosaki family got that dog in them. Oh yeah. Like mm. Ichigo's dad finger flicked in Hokyoku Aizen away, and was just like, eh, whatever. I may lose the fight, but I'm styling on this bitch. Finger flicked him away, and then he came in and he was just like, oh yeah, no. Uh, also, I'm going to uh, what's what's the term for it? Him, uh, oh, dude, dude, that kid's set up for that kid is set up for success. Yeah, and and he fucking, I don't know. I think he absorbed a bit of Yuha Box power. Oh, okay. Yeah, so because in the Hell Arc, there or at the very end of the uh, the manga, where you get the like, jump cut to the future, because uh, it has little pieces of remnants of Yuha Box up in it. And uh, the last presence, which was about to go haywire, Ichigo's kid just stuck his fingers in it, and then it disappeared. And they're like, yo, the traces are gone. So it's kind of implied that the kids basically either A, deleted the piece, or B, absorbed the piece. And if either one of those are true, that kid now has access to Almighty if he has absorbed it. And if he rejected it, that means he has his mom's ability. So and so the kid's already gonna be busted as shit. Let's just hope they don't pull a Boruto and nerf the shit out of Ichigo for no reason. I don't think they will because uh, Ichigo is at the very end. It's uh, Ichigo is straight up said to be one of, or if not the strongest entity in Bleach, aside from like Aizen, because Aizen's literally just never gonna stop growing now. 
if I remember correctly, at the very end, not only is he stronger than when he fought uh, Yuhabak, uh, he actually has better control over his shit now. Well, so. And I'm... And I'm pretty sure that Death Battle had Aizen lose to Madara, if I remember correctly. Still doesn't. They didn't give him access to Hogyoku, and I don't understand that why, because if he had access to Hogyoku, then he's immortal. The whole, they, they have shafted anime and Bleach as a whole every time they're thrown uh, into uh, the Death Battle so hard. Like, it's any time, because every time they do... They have to do verse equalization or it can't be a good fight. That's why when Ichigo fought Naruto, Naruto, I think, won that fight. Yeah, he won When in actuality, what would happen would be, like, Naruto Naruto tries to fight Ichigo, Ichigo lets out Rietsu, and boom, everyone on on that side of the, the hemisphere of the planet is just fucking shaking to death because now the entire universe is shaking because of Ichigo's power. Yeah. Naruto would have wouldn't have been able to step two feet in front of him, fucking the moment Ichigo fucking let everything out, you know. Yeah, as soon as Ichigo went like full like bonkai, bro. Yeah. Nah. Oh god, no, no, no it's fucking so, so funny. cloak or no fucking Byron it, it, Moses. It, it, it astounds me. I, I I I don't think I've ever told you this, Adira, but I hate, I hate verse equalization. Because it ruins the entire point of the argument. Yeah. I'm like, yo, why would you want to make things equal? Why? That makes things actually input. That makes the entire point invalid if you don't want them, if you want to make them equal. Mm. It is literally say, hey, what if this character went up against this character? Oh, this character probably would just fucking die because they can't yeah. even stand to the presence. And they're like, well, what if he could? What, 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 what if they didn't have an effect on him? Bro, what do you mean if it didn't have an effect on them? That's Rietsu. That's like half of their attacks. If you're saying half their attacks don't work on them, congratulations, not only have you nerfed them, you've taken away half their abilities. That is a sense. No, no, it makes perfect sense. What do you mean? Yeah, Yeah, no, like, every every time... Every time... um, Death Battle does an anime versus another IP... The anime never wins because they have to nerf the fuck out of the anime for it to actually, you know, work. And the problem they is, have, is like, that when you... absurd, like, fuck up, like, it, it, the most absurd fuck up of a, um, of a combination ever. Like, they'll put someone like, from, like, Anime Eggman's Marvel, and yeah. they'll use the most OP version of that Marvel character, and they won't give that to the, mm-hmm. the anime character. Obviously. Yeah, it's, it's. It's it's definitely you're seeing it a lot more of it where it's it's comic book nerds doing this and you know they're not you know they're not appreciative of and, and they've they've also said in a lot of their like uh, podcasts and stuff like that is that it's hard to compile a lot of the information from anime because there's a lot of anime that doesn't have enough information out about it like Naruto Naruto there's huge chunks of lore that we miss. And that, you know, they can't really get uh, because, you know, they're not going through the light novels that came out or the video games because a lot of the video games add extra uh, content that the uh, manga or the shows never did. You know, they're not checking out the movies that add more content. You know, they're they're mainly going off of whatever they can find on like a Wikipedia page, you know. 
One of my favorite jutsus in Naruto is a video game exclusive. I mean, one of mine, my favorite jutsu in, in all of Naruto is the water prison jutsu, and it's just... It, it's favorite. just, it's one of those crazy, you know, dumb ones, but it's fun. My mind is a little bit biased because he touches my favorite character, but my favorite jutsu <laughs> is, is, is Tsukiyomi. Mm. Tsukiyomi, yeah. So, uh, going off of mentioning Naruto with something, um, I actually just came across this when we were discuss or when uh, uh, right before we started recording. But there is a list of rumored uh, crossovers for Fortnite coming out. I, I God, so, oh dear Lord, dear Lord. Here, here is the the list of potentially rumored uh, skins coming out. The One Iron piece. Giant from the Iron Giant. There, oh, no. There's potentially going to be One Piece collabed with um, Fortnite. Literally on top, the first thing on this list. And so obviously we're probably going to be getting Luffy. We're probably going to get Zoro. Maybe Sanji. Sanji or Law. Yeah, it's it's gonna be one of them because it's gonna be like the characters that you're always seeing. I mean, Usopp, Usopp would be interesting because he is technically a marksman, yeah. so I could see them bringing Usopp into it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fan favorites, mm. probably. And I know Usopp's got such a a torn fan base too because a lot of people don't like him because he's one of the quote unquote weakest members of the fucking group. But I mean, what what do you expect when you have a Yonko, you have two, you have, or you have an emperor, you have fucking two guys that are basically Yonkos, and then you have a fucking former warlord fucking all on the crew, and then you have Nami, Brook, Chopper, and Usopp, you know? Yeah. But yeah, some other, uh, other names, uh, Final Fantasy 7, uh, those characters might be getting uh, potential crossovers. Um, Doc Ock, Spider-Man's got a If there's any reason, if there's going to be any reason for me to play Fortnite, it would be just for Tifa. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would I would definitely get it. I, I would love to see just the anime because I've, uh, I know, I've had people try and pull me into playing uh, Fortnite when they were doing like the anime crossovers and it's like I, I don't care enough about Fortnite like I played Fortnite before it got like really huge um, and I mean that was fuck years ago Fortnite was a zombie game <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah, when Fortnite I played it the world. Was, yep. yeah that's when I played it was when that was actually the thing like it was it had the zombie mode and then you had to pay for like the campaign or something like that Yep. Like it was, yeah. And then the battle zombie, royale was just, uh, was just a side no, mode. No, the zombie mode, yeah, the zombie mode was the main campaign. Yep. Oh, yeah. It was and the then, one that you yeah, actually the, bought. And then battle royale was just a side mode. And then that blew up. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And now it's this they, they, fucking. They, they took what uh, Call of Duty did and they ran with it. Basically. They said they did it better. Yeah. Uh, and Which Epic Games recently say? announced. Uh, Epic Games recently announced a major partnership with Disney as well. So oh, expect no. Oh, um, no. Disney oh, no. skins in Fortnite as well. 
I'm going to be seeing just... Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse hitting the gritty. Oh, Mickey Mouse shooting I got the kill. Oh. The gritty. Don't yep. watch me down. Uh, yeah, you're going to see a Mickey Mouse throw a Kamehameha out of nowhere. Using fucking oh, purple. Man, Mickey Mouse is hitting that domain exchange purple. Bro, Daffy about to hit the sickest 180. Goofy coming up with the mini. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I I think it's been probably brought on about uh, on other anime podcasts. Um, but... Recently, this is like between um, when we recorded last and now that the uh, person behind the fires in um, that dish or that uh, ruined, uh, I think it was Kyoto Kyoto Studios. Uh, The anime studio arsonist. Uh, was yeah, he got he got hit with a death sentence, yeah. right? Yeah, good. Get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was Kyoto Animation's uh, att- uh, yeah. Like this, this happened in 2019. So it took they them just uh, now caught him. No, they because ju- so what happened? They, they, was, they just sentenced him. Oh, they okay. just sent- he went through his because trial he was. He was going through rehab because he got injured in the fire as well. Oh. So he was going through rehab, recovering from um, the injuries that he got. And yeah, so they just recently sentenced him to death um, for this because it killed uh, 30. Yeah, 36 people died and 34 people were uh, injured. And that was also including yeah. the guy behind it. Yeah, like it was... Yeah, he got um, sentenced to death. He got convicted of 36 counts of murder and 33 counts of attempted murder. Mm. So, yeah. And arson, obviously. So, Get him out of here. The, yeah, yeah, th- yeah, bye. <laughs> um, another interesting uh, thing that happened between that time was uh, you guys obviously heard about the, um, what was it, the... The uh, so, uh, solo leveling uh, issue that happened with this one studio. So, um, goddamn, uh, studio, uh, how it's called, um, which was responsible for the viral solo level uh, opening of Level. Uh, faced heat due to allegations of uh, incorporating anti-men gestures in its works and links to a a feminist group, uh, Megalia. Yeah, Uh, where it was literally just saying, like, they they snuck shit in where it was just like, or they were calling men with Yeah, Yeah, they were just saying small pee-pee. All all, all men have small pee-pee. Yeah, so, like, this group is, like, they go, they're a feminist group that goes around and tackles, like, misogyny on uh, online with basically saying that uh, uh, misogynistic Korean men have small penises, and this has pissed off a lot of people um, to the point that um, the studio is being removed from the post credit scenes um, when it comes to North Korea. 
I, I found that I found that really funny when I heard about that. Only in North Korea that getting removed in the credits. Yeah. Scene? What? The, yeah. Hey, no, like there were they're allowed to watch in North Korea. What? Yep. There a lot more places would be doing that. Okay. Triple. I, I have to ask. So the other day you invaded our chat on Discord with some distasteful um content. Um, huh? can you please oh, explain Lord. to us <laughs> your thought process and how the fuck you came across this shit? <laughs> oh that yeah, okay, so yeah, what uh, yeah yeah no, I, explain I would... yourself, triple. So explanation time for the uh, the boys and girls at home. Uh, I work as a security guard, and at night, um, uh, I need to listen to some shit because being by yourself for like four or five hours at a time a night in the pitch black darkness by yourself, uh, not that mentally well. So you gotta have some shit, some shit going in the car while you're while you're just going around doing rounds. Uh, so what I tend to do is I put on fan fiction videos because it gives me an idea. And it gives me ideas for like little D and D plots, and it also gives me idea or gives me funny little ideas for little plot points that like uh, maybe an anime or a manga will have that I'd never really think about, but other people do. And sometimes they're really great. Sometimes they're really good, bad. Who knows? I don't know. That's why I listen to them. Uh, so I go around and I listen to a lot of these, and one of them on an occasion. I'll find some really, really bad things. And if I find really, really bad things, I refuse to suffer in silence and refuse to suffer alone. So I'll inevitably bring these fools into and uh, the fray and have them suffer with me. Such as the title. Um, let's see here. What if Naruto got a harem with Anko, Tsunade, and Albedo from Overlord? Yeah. Just want to point out, yeah. the youngest person there is Anko, and that is a 13-year difference. Uh, what if Anko awoke a monster inside of Naruto and fell in love with him? Yeah. Can we, can we preface that these are an hour-plus long videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the first like, one was an hour 40 minutes long. The second one was an hour and six minutes long. And then I went, oh, cool, it gets worse. And then I found a video what? that was, what if Naruto got a harem with... Fem Sasuke, Fem Gara, and Fem Kiba, and they didn't even actually bother finding a, a gender bitten version of uh, Kiba. That's literally just Kiba's mom. <laughs> and then the the yeah. possibly the worst offender was: what if Naruto got a harem with Fem Ichigo from Bleach? And I'm just looking at this. I'm like, huh? What is that? Huh? A harem? That's just a romantic relationship. That's not yeah. Happened. I'm about yeah. to say that's that, that just sounds like one person. I'm like, does everybody get on his dick at that point? And I'm, I'm like, why, why, why is why is Ichigo feminine? Why, 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 why? Is why it a harem because Naruto could just try to clone Jutsu himself, and then it becomes a harem? Technically, I don't know. Possible. But well, why possible. is that video two hours long? Yes, that's my long? question. Oh my God, why is it almost two hours? Why? Why is this a thing? Why are these? You see, some of these I can at least pass off as like, all right, cool. It's an idea. Somebody thought about it. Cool. I can in another. It's a, it's a multiverse thing. Cool. It's eventually gonna happen. I'm very 
very weirded out with the, the, the Ichigo one, but he's part of the big three, so I can see how the, the big three would interact with each other. Uh, but then what I don't understand is when three IPs of completely different genres come together. Like the first one I sent out. Uh, yeah. Naruto, uh, Tiananmen Asagi, and Food Wars. I don't know if you guys know what Tiananmen Asagi is. Mitch, do you know what that is? I, I no, know exactly I what that is. That is a hentai. It's oh, a very, a, very, very fucked up hentai. Very fucked up one. It is ninja girls getting um, raped by demons. Oh, geez. yes. Okay. Not nicely Wait, either. Not which, which one? Which? What's the title for it? Tiananmen Asagi. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Please don't look it up. I actually, I might, I might have been. I am a man of culture, so I might have come across this in my. uh, I pray you didn't. I pray you didn't because there's there's a lot of NPR in this. I've seen some really weird shit, dude. Uh, Yeah, but but so so Naruto. Naruto is a ninja. Those girls are ninjas. I can kind of see the relation there. Very, very thin string that we're tugging on that with, like, a little tug will snap. But I can see the string. What I don't get is how any of that's related to Food Wars. What does, what the, what, like, as I put it here, I'm gonna keep it real with this. This is such a weird idea for a story. I'm curious to how it plays out. But what does this have to do? None of these three have anything in common. What the fuck does a ninja demon gangbang and a literal demigod have to do with food? Uh, he, he eating that pussy up. Dude, I don't know how point. any. There is a lot of these like crossovers that I've I've heard of or have seen that don't make fucking sense. They and never do. Then, and yeah, and like you got the what if Naruto had or got a harem with Luna and Stella, and it's like fuck, dude. I don't. I don't know people what any of the three have in common. People have too much time on their hands. People have way too much time on their hands. Look, 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 there, there are some ideas that are like really, really cool. Like there, I was reading, I, I read one that was like a, a my hero one. I, I dug of, that. I dug the concept of the one that you were talking, the one that you have brought up in the past, where it was, I think it was Goku GT, um, and um, Rosario plus Vampire. That was such a weird one. Yeah. So that is an interesting one. So I'll go ahead and explain it to you the concept of it because I watched all of it. I watched all of it because that was such an out there con, like out there thing that it was so weird to me that I had to I had to do it. Uh, the the whole concept was it's set in the GT verse after um, Chishi's on her deathbed. Goku got reverted to a teenager, so he's young here, so he's, like, in his teenage years. Chi-Chi's on her deathbed now, and she is basically telling Goku, hey, uh, I get that you're young right now. I get that you are a Saiyan, so you have my permission to go ahead and get another another girl, because I'm not going to last much longer. Uh, This is probably my last day. Uh, Also, since you're basically retarded, and I don't want you to do the shit that you did with me to every other people, uh, I'm sending I'm sending you to college or I'm sending you to, to high school so you can get some kind of education. Uh, no buts. Uh, you're retarded. Don't be retarded. 
Uh, here you go. Uh, this is the thing. If you need anything, Bulm was there for you. Bleh. She dies. So Goku gets on uh, on the fucking what's it called? Talks with Bulma. She and she's like, "All right, I've never been to school in my life. What am I supposed to do?" And she looked him dead in the eyes and went, "You have to act like a normal human." Can do, I think, maybe. So he goes to this school, right? And as we know, Rosario Vampire is a school of nothing but yokai. Yep. Who are trying to act human, but really don't give a shit about acting human. Then you have Goku coming into this batch, actually trying to be, act like a human, but ending up doing Goku shit. So every single chance there is where someone tries to bully him, like the, like the big ogre guy at the first bit, right? The first episode of the ogre guy tries to punch hmm. Goku. Why my arm hurt now? Goku's <laughs> like, oh, that was kind of a strong punch. Good, good for you, buddy. You, 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 you look like you trained. You want to fight? Oh, wait, no, I can't fight. Bulma told me not to. Ah, oh, dang. All right, well, maybe later. Then the whole incident happens where instead of being, like, the true love and taking off the fucking uh, thing, Goku just kind of rips the fucking um, the medallion off her neck with using just nothing but brute force and snaps Holy it. Shit. And just fucking, he goes, oh, so, sorry, didn't mean to do that. And then, demon, like, vampire Mocha comes out, starts beating the shit out of the ogre guy, and he goes, oh, you look strong, you want to fight? Vampire Mocha's looking at him like, what the fuck, are you an idiot? Do you not just see what I did to him? Goku's like, yeah, I saw. That's why I want to fight you. That was awesome. That was awesome. Let's do, do that to me. Do that to me. Let's go. Let's go. So they fight. They Goku's, Goku's like the dude that, that, like that bro that gets really, that gets really hammered, gets punched in the face, gets back and's like, yeah, do it again, do it again, do it again. Do it again, do it again. So th- th- that shit's going on. Basically what happens is that uh, Mocha can't beat him, obviously. Right. Yeah, but she is actually, uh, what's she, she's like, yo, what are you? He goes, oh, I'm Goku. Uh, I, I'm a Saiyan. Oh, wait, no, I'm human. Yeah, I'm human. I'm what just the fuck? an ordinary human. I'm just an ordinary human. She looks at him and goes, absolutely fucking not you are. Anyway, yeah, uh, she gets, Goku, Goku's interested in her or whatever the fuck or whatever. And I'm for some fucking reason goku's not a romantic person i don't know why he would be he's she's strong let's say that's why um and eventually what the last thing i remember happening in that story was uh mocha actually like on spring break or some shit like that went out with uh goku to meet his friends which turned into the briefs family in which uh vegeta was there and he goes hey dumbass Uh uh-huh fight oh yeah oh mocha you want to come see so he so she takes him along with, uh, uh, to the fight. They teleport to a planet that has like ten times gravity. Vampire Mocha has to come out to basically stand it, and then Goku and Vegeta are just scrapping, destroying an, uh, a desolated planet with like ten times gravity on it. And Mocha's just in the background going, "What the fuck? What is this bullshit? Are these gods? Are these gods? Oh no!" Oh no, I'm dating a god. And that's the last thing I remember from that story. That was a very a very dumbed down explanation, by the way. I can't even find the videos in that anymore. That was a um 
that was like ah, fuck what, what was it it was like they were they were like hour long videos and there was like four of them so i spent like four or five hours watching that shit uh i i do not regret it that shit was just the right amount of cringe I, I there like was a good amount of cringe. There was that was just the right amount of cringe. There's no wrong amount of cringe. Oh no, there's there's a lot of wrong amount of cringe. I, 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 have, I have learned that there is a lot. There is too much cringe. There's oh my god. <laughs> Think so, about it. I'm, ooh. Um. In so this this is gonna tie in a little bit to what uh the first like beginning uh part was and that is um the recent uh jjk game uh that recently came out uh has the fastest or it, so it is jujitsu kaisen game sets record for most refunds in short time um yep. don't know if any of you guys have heard about the game um but from the videos that i have seen it is bare bones and bare bones is saying nice things about it like the uh from what i heard like the online is unplayable uh game modes are like two things you can basically do on it and yeah so yeah I don't know so, what so this, are, are doing that's the second game in a row really oh not in a row the second game so far that's just been Awful at long. Yeah, because I, I heard even I heard the new Naruto game was dog yep. shit too. And everyone yep. was fucking hyped for that because that is such a, a huge IP and a huge fan base right there. This is this is the fear that I have for Sparking Hero for when it comes out. God. I fear that it's gonna be suffering just like the other ones that just came Well, there was a game that was released in between those two games. God, it is actually really good. Tekken 8. Yeah, I, I, I've I seen Tekken 8 videos. That fucking game, man. Tekken 8, that game is I remember, awesome. I remember playing Tekken like when I was young. Like It was early, early Tekken. I, God, I can't remember which Tekken it was. Holy shit. I remember the story mode. The story mode was like... Um, if I remember correctly, you played... Jin, I think, is the name of the character. And you were, what? like, it was, like, waves. It was, like, a beat up wave-style fighting story mode. Oh, let's see if I can find the uh, picture for it. I just remember Rudika Tenkaichi. Yeah, I remember, remember Jin struggling with my friends and just fist-fighting it out via controller. Oh, man, Ten... Tekken 5, that's the one that I played when I was a kid, was Tekken 5. Mm. Yeah, that, that one was that one was pretty interesting, but no, man, like, the Dragon Ball Z games, fuck. I remember playing those ones, and there was, like, a couple of um, the Nar- early Naruto fighting games that were pretty good, like, uh, God, was it? Oh, what were the early Naruto fighting games that I played? What's really uh, kind of sad is I'm looking at the graphics for the newest Naruto games. It doesn't look that much better than the older ones. No, it's not because they haven't updated them. Ultimate so Ninja. That is the, those are the games. Those Ultimate are the games Ninja that I played when yeah. I was a kid. 
Yeah, those games were the shit. Then you had Naruto Uzumaki Chronicles was like the first like open world Naruto game that they had. That one was pretty fun too. I remember Uzumaki Chronicles because the um, they had a DS version of it, and that only because mm-hmm. that was before Shippuden came out. So all yeah. it went up to was like the uh, the. I remember that because th- at that point in time, it had only gotten up to the uh, the Jiraiya Tsunade and Orochimaru fight. So that was all you could fight up to in the game. Yeah, if I remember correctly, yeah, I remember this because the Sasuke fight was so frustrating when I was a kid. Because there's one fight, I think it's like right near the end of the game too, so that tells you how old or how old this game was. Um and you fought Sasuke and that fight was impossible. Um I remember it was like two o'clock in the morning when I finally beat the game back when, you know, I was a kid and was able to do shit like that. But no, that was that was one game that I played, and then the one that I remember the most, and I it was around the time One Piece was airing, um, was uh Grand uh, was Grand Battle. Grand Battle was the game that I put so much time into when I was a kid. I hold on, I gotta look it up. Essentially, your sprites. Was it Ninja Destiny? No, it wasn't that. Was it Path of Ninja? Yeah, your characters look like this, and it was like an it was like a early like arena battle uh, arena battle kind of game. (laughs) Might have been Shinobi Retsudan. Because it was before, um, what the fuck was this? Because it wasn't a, uh, I remember, what the fuck, it wasn't Ninja, I think it might have been Ninja Destiny. I think I remember playing Ninja Destiny is what it was. Hmm. Because it was on the DS, and that's what it was. Yeah, no, Grand Battle. Grand Battle was great because that was like the first. That's how I got. I fell in love with Buggy because I would just wreck every. I would just wreck shit with Buggy every time I played it, and that's just how I fell in love with the character. And you know, it's old One Piece when it's like Roanora uh, Zolo and uh, Chaser, and Sanji has the lollipop and stuff like that. Like it was like four oh, kids era One Piece. Like this, yeah. This would have been around the time of four kids. Um, oh God! Don't don't bring back those nightmares. And I have said it in the podcast in the podcast in the past. Actually, four kids was the reason why um, I never really got into One Piece um, when I was younger, and I'm getting into it now. Um, well, I shouldn't say now. In the past, like couple years, since I've been slowly chipping away at it. Um, yeah, it was the, it was four kids, and the way that four kids did One Piece was what killed me on it. Um, because when it was airing, I would be watching it every week when it drops. Like if we were out at my cousin's ha- or my cousin's place uh, visiting, I was like on their TV watching uh, One Piece as it was airing on uh, Cartoon Network because 
lot of the people in my family had access to pirated uh, satellites where we could get the American channels and get like Cartoon Network and stuff like that. Peter? I remember having to watch on Tsunami. Yeah, I remember. Tsunami, oh man. Yeah, because I got into, I was watching. Yeah, because I was watching Naruto at the time. I think Death Note had a couple episodes on at the time. Um, I remember watching Naruto. Naruto was new on that, or Naruto was uh, coming out on that too. I remember watching Naruto when it was still Naruto. I, uh, dude, I remember watching Dead Man Wonderland on on Tsunami. Those, I remember I would nice. watch. I watched Dragon Ball Z. So in so in Canada, like our big um, uh, like Cartoon Network, quote unquote, uh, Cartoon Network was YTV, and early morning YTV had Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and a couple other like random shows. So that's how I used to watch Dragon Ball. Was like right before going to school. Uh, sitting down and watching it with cereal and stuff like that. It was it was basically my morning cartoons was Dragon Ball Z, and um, it would evolve into you know getting the video games. Um, I had it still actually uh, a Super Android thirteen on DVD. Um, that's oh, the one where they had the big blue um, Android and everything else. I have the DVD still. And I remember getting it in Florida. Um, when the I was a kid, Android. <laughs> I, I still love team four stars, uh, way they play that character. I love that character so much. Uh, super Android 13. Is that the trucker hat guy? Yep. Yeah. That's the trucker hat one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pronounced arcane. You idiot. <laughs> oh, triple. Did you hear supernatural is coming back? No, no, let it stay dead. Let it stay dead. No. Well, it's it's not happening. It's not happening because they just announced recently that um, they're coming back for another season. No, no. I don't know how they're going to do that because... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. What's it going to be before? A prequel? Is it a a prequel? A sequel? What is this? They're gonna, they're, it's going to be some ass pulley thing because they got the original actors to come back, so they're doing something ass pulley. Oh, for the love of God! Yeah, this is almost as worse news as hearing about what they're doing to um, the live action Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh God! So yeah, I wanted to bring that up too. So. Th- I was so at first I was super excited for the announcement of the live action because they were talking about oh the the uh, studio from the original cartoon is involved. Um, it's the character designs are on par with the show and everything else. Um, you know, and then uh, like a, I think it was like a couple weeks ago they announced that. Um, the studio left because of creative differences. And this is also leading into um, one of the main characters having a complete character change. Um, yep. Zuko then, is no longer chasing yeah. Aang. He's just trying to be a, like, I, I forgot what exactly what it was. It was, it's no, not his it wasn't, point. It wasn't just him. It was, um, there was another one that's pissing people off. It's, was it Sokka? Um, 
Yeah, I think it's the so- the Sokka one where he's not uh, misogynistic anymore. Oh yeah, in the yeah. beginning, yeah. So they're yeah, making they're, all, they're, they're making a serious character now, which is already gonna be bad enough because that is a literal thirteen year old. Um, second off, they're going to be making Sokka not sexist, and they're not gonna bring in a Kyoshi. So that's the reason he's not gonna be sexist. Uh, mm. What it sounds like to me is they're cutting corners and they need to come up with reasons as to why they're acting this way. So they're going to be like, all right, well, we don't want to do the side missions. So we're going to focus mostly on the plot and the main plot itself. How are we going to, how's that going to affect characters? Yeah, even ooh, though ooh. the main plot itself is drastically like impacted by the side missions. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like they don't want to do the whole side yeah, they don't want to do character development that's just it they don't yeah, actually the, develop the characters they, yeah what it sounds like to me is that they, they they started off being like all right we're not gonna do the side characters <laughs> let's just focus on the main plot that way we can save money all right how does that affect the characters they actually read through the script fuck that changes a lot of things all right cool never mind they're all just mature for no reason the, the uh, biggest yes, issue 13 year old is has the wisdom of someone in the 30s of course he does the the thing that kills me about this is that it, we're we're it's going to be eight episodes, obviously, because that's the thing that they do with the live actions is, you know, we're going to fit as much um, content of the original story as possible to, to get the uh, actual you know story in there. And the problem is is that yeah, I I kind of understand that you know they're going to cut corners for content, but. If that's the case, don't do eight episodes. Do twelve episodes and make sure that everyone's getting, you know, their proper time and everything else. I find that the biggest issue is with the One Piece success is that we're going to be seeing a lot of IPs, um, animated IPs, getting live actions very soon. And the problem is, being that Hollywood is such a it's such a shit show right now with them trying to push for all of these, you know, we're hitting all these demographics as much as possible because you can't have um, a movie without uh, that can't win rewards if we don't have A, B, or C. Or a TV series isn't going to get, like, the big audience pull because we don't have A, B, and C, you know? Like... The, the pro that's the the thing I'm seeing uh, I'm kind of fearing and I'm kind of noticing it with a lot of like Hollywood product Hollywood productions now is that the the more like woke that you're trying to be for the stories is that you, one you're ruining the story in the first place and two you're you're having the backlash that's basically forcing delays on everything um, you know you see it with like a lot of like the Disney movies now. Um, a lot of Disney movies are getting pushed back now because of the fact is they had to basically redo all the fucking movies. And I, I, I don't I, think, I don't, I don't think it, like at, at this point, like, cool. What are you doing? All right. We're going to be changing the plot of the, so, so we're, we're going to be using an existing IP that already has an existing fan base, uh, a dedicated fan base in which we know we'll watch the movie. If we put it out there. Yeah. All right, cool. So you're gonna make it stuff dedicated to those fans. Uh, no, we're actually going to try to bring a new audience in. Why? You already have an existing fan base. Just do what you've done before, and that'll, they'll make mm. them happy. Yeah, but they're not going to be the target audience. Why, though? And, I because mean, it also we just... don't want them to be. 
And it's also it's also not helping that you're having the original creators and people who are involved in the original story. You have Netflix pulling these people in to be supervising and you know watching all this stuff. Uh, you know, giving the green light for everything. You know, they had that they had that template with One Piece. You know, Oda was involved on everything. Like. If it's in the show, it had to go through Oda, and it got to have his uh, approval before it gets made. Well, when you're pushing out the original creators of the show, like they did with um, this live action, uh, like with Avatar, you're essentially getting rid of what's making, what's going to essentially have the people who want to see this leave, because the moment words out that the studio that was behind this is gone now people don't want to watch it people are gonna be like oh well they're leaving because of creative differences well then what's gonna happen to the story like how can you um appreciate the story if you're just gonna have all of these you know ideologies and you're pushing these agendas and it's like we we don't need that, especially when it's coming from countries and cultures that don't reflect the agendas that you're pushing. This is the, this is the situation that we're having with these woke uh, translators, right? Is that you're you're putting your ideologies and your thoughts into this media that it's a hundred percent different from what you're trying to push, because. You know, Japan's very conservative on a lot of things. So, you know, they're not going to be pushing for, you know, talking about patriarchy and shit like that. Yeah. Doesn't con- that, 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 yeah. that doesn't have a topic in here. Like, what the fuck? We're, we're literally trying to discuss, like, freeing a, a free nation. Like, uh, free mm-hmm. nations from a tyrannical, uh, corrupt, like, actual society. What the fuck are you talking about patriarchy shit for here? Yeah. They don't have time for that shit. They have time for, like... Mm-hmm. We need to survive. We need food. We need resources. There is no point in time to discuss this shit. Yeah. And, and there's characters I mean, there's that, like, and, and the perfect example is that, you know, like with the thing with Soka is that you're taking away his, um, his whole personality of being misogynistic. He's a kid. He is like six. He's a 16 year old kid. He's a of course kid he's going to parent was his dad. And he yep, had yeah. to make up at most of his own, this is what a man is, because his dad was off fighting a war. Yep. Yeah. He was, like, the only so, man in his village. Yeah, of course he's going to be misogynistic. He's got to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it makes sense that the way that Soka is, is, yeah, he's going to be like, you know, girls can't do anything that boys can do. Yeah, we understand that that's such a taboo thing nowadays, but that was the concept of the character back then. It was a different time. You can't can't be wanting to change these things because it's going to drastically change the character. And now Aang's going to be more of a serious character. Well, that defeats the whole purpose because a lot of times Aang, when he's training, he goofs around to master mm-hmm. the elements that he uses. You know? Like, you're you're taking away the things that make, or that the personality traits that make these characters and you're trying to push these agendas or you're drastically changing things 
you're, you're going to lose out on people. Again, this is what happened with The Witcher. Um, and this is what, you know, Hen- why Henry Cavill left The Witcher. And that's why The Witcher is suffering. Like, th- Netflix should be looking at The Witcher and being like, oh, we fucked up here. This is why. Let's not let this that. happen. All they care about is getting money, and they're going to do yep. anything. Yeah, they don't give a shit about making an actual good story. <laughs> and the and the problem is, again, there's going to be people. There's going to be people who are going to watch this just to see how or what it's like. But it's probably going to be season two. It'll probably be dead. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix pushes for a season two if there's a huge drop in uh, reader or in watchers and stuff like that. It's just because pe- you know, people are just tired. We're we're just we're everyone's just tired of the agendas being put down or put in every uh, form of media, you know. It's just it's time, you know. We just want things to be back the way it used to be, you know, where things made sense, you know. But uh, one last final thing I'd like to talk about before we do call it a night um, is the fact that uh, recently. Gojo's uh, Japanese voice actor is being canceled uh, because of. Yeah, we're we we talked about it off camera, but we didn't talk about it on camera though. Oh, I thought we did on mic. No, we did not bring this up. We talked about the JJK game though. Um, so the voice actor for Gojo, uh, recently was doing a live stream for. Uh, a role playing of GTA, um, and he got caught saying some like inappropriate jokes. I mean, it's GTA that the it not the worst thing you're gonna hear in a GTA game. Um, That's true. So, some of the some of the jokes that the guy was saying was, uh, "I will see under your shirt, and uh, don't come before me." Yeah, like. I in in the world of GTA that's pretty tamed and you have to imagine that the people who play GTA are not the uh-huh. um cleanest of people personality wise I'm I'm just I'm I'm at the point that when I'm hearing people getting canceled over this kind of stuff it's just it's it's one of those you just look at this and you're like really People really? are people are so upset about a guy making jokes in a role playing game. That you guys remember back when we like I wouldn't say we because I wasn't really a part of that group when that happened, but I did kind of understand where they were coming from. Back in the day when the whole Me Too movement started and all this shit started becoming a thing, um, everyone was for it. There was no one that really disagreed with it. But there were a couple people that would be like, hey, be careful how how quick you are to judge this shit. Because if you judge it too quickly, shit's going to start going bad for everybody because people's gonna, not going to stop believing this shit. Or, or if you do that, then people are going to start uh, doing it for every little thing that annoys them. and Because they, they find a little bit of power. And there are some people that do not deserve that Me Too power because it goes to their head. And once it goes to their head... Holy shit, they're going to do anything and everything they can to make sure that they uh, are able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And th- I don't know, it reminds me of that story about the the, the, chi- the chick who basically sentenced this uh, this football player to like 10, 15 years in prison 
And then 10, 15 years later, she got uh, pressured into admitting that she it, it was she, she she wouldn't get pressured into it, but she admitted that it was uh, she actually lied about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just Dude, looking at this. Was... Like, yeah, that's there's plenty of stories like that where like a girl will say that, oh, yeah, he raped me or he sexually assaulted me with no proof and everyone disputing the claim. But because she said it and had the whole Me Too thing, guy went to guy that's... went to jail. That's the that was the whole Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial in a fucking nutshell is right there is that she said that he was abusive and everyone believed him because yep. you know no one's gonna do fact checks no one's gonna do this no one's gonna do that and guess what happens you basically tried to ruin a man's life your life got ruined in the end because shit came out. You're a horrible human being. You're actually the abusive person. You were more abusive to the uh, to your spouse, and now you have no career. So that that was that was the thing about the Me Too movement back in the day is that everyone was so it, quick it to throw with good intentions. It was started with yeah. really good intentions, and it did good. It did great work back in the day because, like, that was when we had like a lot of those big shots getting like fucking blacklisted from Hollywood because they got forced out yeah. by the public eye. That that was great, but then it started hitting the smaller people, mm-hmm. and then uh, it kind of trickled down, and from big stuff started becoming medium stuff. Like, oh yeah, he went to he raped me, or to hey, he said this mean thing to me. And now it's like, hey, this guy made a this this comedy guy doing during a, a live a live stream for a role play game made a couple of bad jokes. We should cancel them. Yeah. So like now, this literally you could say the smallest thing as a joke, and you can get canceled. It's and that's it, what I'm not okay with. It's everyone is so sensitive nowadays, and it's it's getting worse because you know you got TikTok that's basically everyone is ready to pull their phone out to you know get somebody fired or something because oh, that's, that's I, I've, been noticing, show. I, I've been seeing a lot of those like the the whole like woke mob uh trying to get somebody fired because of mispronouncing their or uh genders and stuff like that like that's the world we live in is that people are getting fired because you accidentally call somebody a boy when they're a girl you know like that's that's the world we live in, is that someone who's making a joke about uh, looking underneath someone's skirt is getting cancelled and could potentially be losing his career because of the fact of this. Some stupid, pointless joke, you know? Yeah. It, just, it, it blows my mind. It's just... It's, it's getting harder because I always viewed anime as, like, my... Um, escape from the real world, and a lot of these wor- real world issues are starting to come are starting to affect the anime now. So it's like, fuck, you know, you can't you can't escape everything nowadays. Nope. But uh, one thing you cannot, or one thing you can escape from, is probably the ending of this podcast. Um, <laughs> I hope, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Um, you know. Uh, whatever you're listening to on uh, your platform of choice, uh, if you can throw us a rating, that'd be great. Uh, leave a comment, um, and yeah, we're you know coming at you guys uh, every week, you know, giving you all the great horrible goodness that is the world of anime and the world in general. Um, so, with that being said, 
I have been uh, your host with some of the most Mitch. I've been your second guy in the the sky. Uh, triple. <laughs> this has been the newcomer Adira here. And we'll see you guys uh, next time. And we love every... Jesus Christ, I forgot the outro already. Uh, we love every single one of you. We'll see you guys next time when it's another beautiful day to talk about fucking anime. Peace out, everyone. Peace, peace. See you. Yeah,